Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour as we look at all the Eastern Kentucky athletics and everything that's going on. We're talking basketball. We're talking baseball. We're talking softball. That and we'll cover a few more things. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new episode of the Sports Stuff Local Hour, presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We have a loaded episode for you. We're bringing you the head basketball coach, A.W. Hamilton, the head softball coach, Coach Worthington, and the head baseball coach, Coach Prothrow, all to you in this episode. And excited to bring it to you as baseball and softball uh seasons are just around the corner almost here hard to believe with all the snow and ice that we've had uh that we'll be playing spring sports here very very soon uh we had hoped to get a representative from the women's basketball team on this week as well schedules did not allow for it to, to work out this week so hopefully next week we'll have that for you but uh nonetheless let's start with EKU women's basketball they're coming off a tough loss to Liberty 69-55 Liberty with the victory there and I'll tell you what I've been so impressed by this uh, women's team all year long the effort that they put in and 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 they did uh, continue to do that against Liberty as well Liberty is a tough team uh, one of the better teams in the conference and the girls fought hard played hard uh, Jayla Johnson 14 points uh, let's see here Bria Bass 10 points 10 rebounds the Double-double. Aaliyah Green had nine rebounds to go with four points. Uh, Bree Crittenden had four points, and she just played her heart out uh, there as well. Emma had a big three. Uh, Kayla, Kara Freeman, uh, six points. And I, I asked Coach Todd after the game about Kara and would she get some more opportunities. They're really pleased with what she's doing. When she's in the ball game, she attacks the rim. She gets points on the board. And uh, and I, I have to think that eventually Kara is going to earn a few more minutes than what she's getting. She's getting about anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes a game, uh, which is bad. But uh, she, in my opinion, just my humble opinion, uh, Kara has been playing great ball when she's on the floor. And so hopefully they'll continue to see growth 
uh, from her as well. They've got the road trip, so do the men. Wednesday night, they're playing Jacksonville. Saturday in Nashville against Lipscomb. And uh, some tough games. I guess both those games are afternoon games, excuse me. Uh, but some tough opponents, Jacksonville 12-8. and eight. Uh, Lipscomb 8-14, eight and 14, not having a great year uh, this year. But uh, uh, nonetheless, it will not be an easy road trip. Uh, you just talk about the trip alone. <laughs> Flying down to Jacksonville and then up to Nashville on short notice. And then, uh, and then finally back here to Richmond, Kentucky, where the next game would be at home on the following Thursday against North Alabama. So uh, it's a busy time of year as we close down the last few games of the season. Uh, six games left uh, as of this this recording. So uh, the women's basketball team fighting hard again, kind of be in that position that they want to be in come tournament time. Coach Todd talked about it uh, at the beginning of the year about kind of using that first part of the year to get ready for conference play. Now they're in conference play, and it's about getting ready for that ASUN tournament and playing your best basketball at that point. EKU men's basketball, uh, what a game. Uh, Saturday against Liberty. The EKU men, they come out uh, slow in the first half, and they get down 19 at halftime. A lot of people at that point kind of thinking, huh, this isn't good. I actually had one person say, I'm assuming people are going to start headed for the doors at halftime. They didn't. They stuck around, and they're glad they did. Uh, EKU could not pull out the win. They lost 91-84, but EKU outscored Liberty in the second half by 12. They got within seven, couldn't get under that seven-point mark, within seven, I think four times throughout that second half. Um, the second half was finally what we were looking for, right? What, what we're hoping to see out of this team, and and uh, it was impressive. Kurt Lewis ends the game with a season-high 21 points, four rebounds, and three assists. Uh, Michael Moreno had a double-double. Cooper Robb, 12 points. Uh, Moreno, sorry. Moreno's number 16 points, 10 rebounds. And Jamar Brown, uh, who was abysmal in the first half, had a phenomenal second half. Uh, 24 points. 23 of those, I believe, were in the second half. And four rebounds to go with it. So a huge first, uh, a bad first half, but a huge second half for EK. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with Coach A.W. Hamilton. He was in the airport. Uh, and so, well, we appreciate him taking a couple minutes to talk with us. We're going to bring that interview to you right now. Coach A.W. Hamilton. And joining us now is the head basketball coach of the EKU men's basketball team, Coach A.W. Hamilton. Coach, thanks so much for taking a few minutes with us. Vince, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on. And listen, man, I appreciate all your support this year, man. It's been It's been awesome having you with us. Well, it's been a pleasure for sure. Uh, I want to start off because I can't stop thinking about that second half against Liberty. Uh, great, great second half. Everything kind of clicked. Kurt, uh, Jamaru played great scoring the ball. Uh, Moreno continued to just uh, – he didn't score a lot in the second half, but he continued to get rebounds and other things as well. And uh, I got to think that you guys are pretty pleased. I know you're not happy with the outcome, but I got to think you're pretty pleased with that second half. No, I was very pleased with the second half. And I was I, I was excited uh, – you know, how we responded, um, you know, there was uh, – we could have easily folded down 19 in that, you know, get down 19 in the first half. But the thing with us, Vince, is our room for error is so small right now because we just – we're limited on bodies right now. We're basically without three starters, three of our leading scores, And, um, 
you know, uh, we just don't have a lot of room for error. And when I say that, our attention to detail on our scouting reports and, you know, we got to be sharp for 40 minutes, especially when you play a team like Liberty. But, you know, we have a lot to build off on that second half. Uh, Kurt Lewis was phenomenal. Um, we did some great things on the defensive end. We got, you know, 31 deflections in the second half. And we started playing Eastern Kentucky basketball. We were getting up and down. We were pressing. Uh, we're causing havoc on the defensive end. And when we do that, we got a chance to have a really good basketball team. Yeah, and, you know, the crowd was really good as well this weekend. Uh, probably the best that I'd seen this season so far. And I know I don't. I think it was Kirk that said it's probably one of the better crowds that he's seen in his time here so far as well. So it's got to be nice to, to be getting that support from the, the students and from the community as well. Yeah, you know, the, the community and our students have been behind us all year. You know, we broke the um, the school record most season tickets sold in a single year. And, you know, they've really, really been behind us. If you look back at the Kennesaw State game where we were, it was on the verge of an ice storm and you saw how many students walked over across campus to come there and support us. So, you know, our fans have been awesome. Um, we've got a special group of guys that are easy to love. Uh, and easy to gravitate to. It's just this team has been through so much, Vince, uh, with injuries and different things throughout the course of the year. I think we've had 16 different starting lineups. And, you know, it's, uh, but I, I'm really proud of our fans. I'm really thankful our fans for sticking by us. Yeah, and that the Kennesaw State game, my wife kept texting me, when are you coming home? I said, well, when the game's done. <laughs> and it kept on going to more overtimes. I thought, oh, my goodness. But uh, but we made it through. We made it through, no problem there. Uh, you guys got a real big road trip here this week, Wednesday night against Jacksonville and Saturday in Nashville against Lipscomb. Uh, EKU's 2-0 all-time against Jacksonville, but I was reading through a little bit on this team, and uh, they look like they're a pretty tough squad. Yeah, this is a very good Jacksonville team. They do a really good job guarding you in the half court. Um, they'll mix up their defenses some. What they try to do is they try to shrink, shrink the shot clock on offense. Uh, they want to play a low possession game. They don't want to get up and down. Um, so we, you know, we're hoping that we will have Tay-Tay playing back with us, uh, which will be a huge lift for us. And, you know, we got to continue that offensive rhythm and that defensive rhythm we had in the second half against Liberty. And if we do, we'll give our ch ourselves a chance to win this basketball game. Yeah, and I know, you know, Jansen's been banged up. He's been getting about four or five or so minutes. Uh, is he getting healthier or is it kind of be the rest of the season kind of playing out different ways with him? Uh, with, with Jansen, Vince, uh, unfortunately, it's uh, – you know, he's going to have to have surgery on his knee if he wants to continue playing basketball. He he told me when after we got the MRI that, you know, he wanted to toughen out uh, and try to get through this season. So we got an injection uh, to try to help some with that pain tolerance. Um, but, you know, he's basically playing on one leg right now. And he's just – look, he's a senior. He loves being in Eastern Kentucky. Um, you know, he had a great start to the, the season for us. He's, he's been tremendous for us in the locker room. Um, and he wants to fight to the end. Uh, and I give the kid a lot of credit for that because, you know, he could easily say, hey, coach, I'm just going to shut it down uh, because, you know, there's only so much he can do right now. I mean, you know, he's hobbling around. He, he really he can barely practice. And, you know, so, you know, if we can steal five, six minutes a game, for, uh, you know, with Jansen, that would be a huge plus. And, but uh, there's just so much he can do. But the kid's got – he's he's got a huge heart, Vince. I mean, he's fighting and trying because, you know, he wants to help this team win games. Are you guys paying any attention to kind of end of the season seeding at this point, or is it just still kind of focusing one game at a time? You know, I'd be lying if I said you don't look at it as a coach. And, 
um, you know, with our team and our approach, we're, we're focused on, you know, one game at a time. Um, you know, but I sat down with the team today and, and I showed them how the A-Sun tournament works uh, because it's different than the OVC. In the OVC, the top eight teams made the tournament. You go to Evansville and you play. In the A-Sun, it's not like that. So, um, you know, the highest seed hosts games. Um, so, you know, we're fighting for to improve our seed. And, and when you improve your seed in this league, you give yourself a better chance to win. So, you know, I sat down and explained it to the guys so they could see it. Um, look, they're young people. They know what's going on. So, you know, you can't hide anything with the social media yeah, world. Like so it. we just sat down and showed it to them today and, and kind of let them know where we are. I know Michael said in the press conference after the game uh, this weekend, he said they would welcome the opportunity to play Liberty again. Obviously, you're, you'd hope that you're not the last seed uh, where you'd have to face off against Liberty. But uh, it, it's it's got to be encouraging. Confidence is the one thing. Every single player I've had on the show this season has said we've never lacked confidence. And uh, and at first I questioned that. I thought it was just got kind of a cliche. But I'm starting to believe it now, Coach. You guys seem like no matter what comes your way, you're confident in your ability and that you guys can compete with anybody, especially in the A-Sun. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a confident group. Look, Vince, it's a really talented group. Um, mm. You know, but, you know, when you lose Braxton to a torn ligament, you got uh, Tay-Tay Blanton out with turf toe. You got Jansen out with the knee injury. You got Ironman out with the knee injury. You know, we had, we've had Kurt Lewis out at times. We've, had, we've just had it all. But, you know, this is a very talented group. Uh, it's a very together group. They, they love each other. They love being in Eastern Kentucky. They love representing the university. And they, they do believe they can win. Look, they've had a lot of success, these guys have. I mean, they've got uh, 24 school records. Uh, since we've been here in four years, they've got the most um, conf or, uh, conference wins in single seasons, most conference wins in, in back-to-back years. This team, you know, these guys have done a lot. So, you know, they believe they can win. And, you know, our season didn't end last year the way way we wanted to, and we got a lot of those guys back. So it's a, it's a very hungry group. We just got to, you know, continue chipping away and just get a little bit better every day and get ourselves ready to play Jacksonville on uh, Wednesday night. Well, Coach, I know you're busy. I don't take it for granted that you're willing to come on and talk with us. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck on this this road trip. I appreciate you, Vince. I look forward to seeing you back at home. Yes, sir. We'll see you soon. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today at 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That is 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Welcome back in to the Sports Stove Local Hour, and uh, we're excited now to bring you the interview we had with Coach Jane Worthington, EKU softball coach with the season just around the corner. 
Uh, we talked about the snow and ice. We talked about uh, her recruiting uh, California players. We talked about the season ahead and everything like that. All of our interviews today are being presented by All Around Roofing. All Around Roofing is a locally owned, veteran-owned company, and they take care of all your exterior needs for your home. So, yes, they're called All Around Roofing, and they do take care of your roof with either repairs or replacement. They also do siding, windows, gutters, all kinds of other things to make your house look great. You can uh, go to Facebook, All Around Roofing KY. If you look that up on Facebook, you can find pictures there of All Around Roofing's jobs before and afters and things like that. And again, with it being locally owned and operated, may I encourage you to support All Around Roofing, at least give them a call. They'll, they'd be happy to give you a free quote. You can get a hold of them, 859-489-5179, and they'll give you a free quote and get all your exterior needs taken care of for you to make your house look in the best shape possible. Right now, we'll go ahead and bring you the interview with Coach Worthington. We recorded this last week, uh, late, I guess, on the weekend or so. Uh, but it was a great conversation, had a great time with her. So here is that interview right now. Welcome back into the Sports Stove. We are joined now by Jane Worthington, the EKU softball coach. Coach, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Definitely. You're three-time OBC Coach of the Year and incredibly the only EKU softball coach ever. Uh, what does that mean to you? I mean, I, that's very, very rare. You, you know what? I think that uh, it definitely is something special, not only because of TKU, but it's pretty neat to be able to say that I have coached and I know every single player that's ever come through here. Definitely. It's a, it, it's a unique accomplishment. And uh, to be able to, uh, I mean, you've been through different uh, leadership, uh, you know, at the school and, and in the athletic department and things like that as well. All the players that have come through that. I didn't even think about that aspect of it, that you've known every single player that's ever come through the program. Um, it makes sense. I just did, didn't think on that that angle of it. Uh, you have now entered into the A-Sun Conference, first year in the A-Sun Conference. What uh, challenges and excitements come with, with joining the A-Sun? Well, I think if you look at the conference overall, it's uh, better from, from top to bottom. I'm going to say that uh, it's traditionally um, – the seventh, eighth best conference in the country. So it is a little bit more difficult, uh, quite a bit more difficult than the OVC um, from top to bottom. That that doesn't mean that the top teams in the OVC can't uh, hang either. You know, they're right there with, uh, with the ASUN conference. However, we're never going to get a day off, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's what it means. But then as far as exciting goes, I think that, like you said before, I've been here a long time. And you kind of get used to the same opponents and there's some comfort in that, but there's also some excitement in um, facing a new challenge and different opponents. Yeah. And how much extra time has it taken? Because when you're in the same conference, you know, you, you do know those. And then you got to still have to watch the video and you still have to prepare and those kinds of things. But now you're learning all new opponents uh, in your conference play at the very least. So is it is it a lot of extra time that goes into the preparation this season versus the past few seasons, or um, is it still generally the same amount of time? Um, you know, I think that uh, we're, we're really not quite to the point where we're scouting um, our conference opponents. I mean, we're getting ready for this first weekend, which um, has 
we've spent a ton of time looking at, at film and trying to put our, our pitchers and our players in the best position possible to do again, to do well against those opponents. Um, overall, yes, it will take more time, but I think one of the biggest differences is preparing your team in the sense of, you know, the, the upperclassmen are now going to be, um, curious and not maybe, um, I don't want to say confident. I don't know if that's the right word, but knowing what to expect when they go into a series, everybody's going to be going into the series, um, a little less, uh, comfortable. Um, and that might be good. It might be bad. I don't know yet. You know, we'll see what happens when we get there. Yeah. Um, you guys have an absolutely stacked schedule this year. You play in 10 teams and went to the regional two teams that went to the super regional your your out of conference schedule is absolutely loaded um how how important is it for you to schedule it that way where you have the out of conference schedule being so tough and how much do you plan on that preparing the players for the conference play well it's going to have to um and we're going to have to understand that uh that you know we are playing a super difficult schedule um and if we do well and don't win the conference, if we can win some key games, you know, we might be setting ourselves up for uh, and at large uh, later on. But bottom line, even if we struggle early, which we very well could because, you know, we haven't been outside um, really much at all. And even though we have a bunch of returners, we do have some young players that are going to be playing key roles. And then the players that we lost um, that graduated were key players as well. So, uh, you know, what we need to do is make sure that whatever happens in the preseason um, before conference starts is that we learn from it and then we just get better every day and then move forward and not worry about the past. Um, yeah. And then try to focus on conference when we get there. So and I then, went through it. And then if we make it back to regionals, you know, we can't say that we haven't played those teams before. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I went to a small D3 school in Wisconsin and I didn't play baseball, but I worked in the athletic department. And I remember it being such a big deal where they were practicing inside until their first game and their first game, they'd travel down south and play. Uh, how how big is that? Uh, where especially with the weather that we've had here recently, uh, it's been just crazy with the snow and then recently with the ice and things like that. Um, so how much of a disadvantage is that? Now, I know you're playing some teams from up north as well, but uh, you know, is there a big disadvantage to not being outside much? Well, yeah, it's going to, it just means it's going to take a little bit longer to, to get to the point where you feel comfortable and are, um, consistent. Yeah. So yeah, there's a disadvantage. I think that the fortunate thing that we have here is that we have an incredible indoor hitting facility. So mm -hmm. something that they added a few years ago is definitely making our team better. Um, but when we're, when you're looking at the opponents that we have, they have that, but they also have a place where they can work their players as a team. You know, it's a little bit more difficult for us to put our team out there on defense and then actually get them working the defensive situations and so on. So we'll be a little bit behind there. You know, hopefully our hitting will be okay um, early on but some of the game-like situations will be behind. 
your roster is returning, at least according to EKU.com, uh, 10 of your top 13 hitters from last year, three pitchers from last year as well. Uh, Sammy Miller's getting a lot of buzz for on the, in the A-Sun. Uh, so let's talk about that first, your your offense, I guess. Um, what, are, what are the expectations here this season, and, and what are you looking forward to with the players on your roster? Well, I think it's uh same thing. You know, we're, we're just going to go out there and see – pretty much what happens we've been preparing they've been working we've been um trying to focus in on mechanics and and uh you know watch some film and and figure out what pitches that they might be seeing so that they're prepared for it but until we get out there and actually do it um i'm not 100 percent sure what to expect i think that's the hardest part about coaching uh when you have a new team at the beginning of the year is knowing how those pieces are going to fall into place. And I can promise you the beginning of the year will not look like the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Samantha, is it Reynoso? I, I hate to mispronounce the name. Uh, she's bringing back a lot of experience for you as well on the mound uh, or in the circle. And, uh, you know, you're, you've got a lot of new pitching, it seems like, this year. So, uh, you know, what, what excites you about the pitchers? Well, you know, that's uh, I think that the thing that about the pitchers is that they're all capable. So it's just now which ones are going to step up and which ones are going to take charge um, and figure out for me to figure out how to set them up so that they can be successful, not only with pitch calling, but maybe batter hitter pitcher matchups. Um, That's something that we did a lot of last year. So while we do have some returning, we also did lose uh, Molly Pollock and, and Tori Peterson, who um, got quite a bit of playing time. But Sammy Reynoso, you just can't uh, – there's nobody that's more competitive than she is. And that is what she brings to the table. So she will go out there and give her final tear you know or or whatever you want to call it she's going to give you every single thing that she has she's just a competitor and then back to um sammy miller you know we you asked me about her yeah she's getting buzzed for for the right for the for the right reason you know if she wasn't on the um preseason all-conference team i'd be shocked you know with what she's done since she's been here at eastern is uh short of, you know, Hall of Fame. So um, she'll get there. You know, she's going to do well. I have all, every bit of confidence in her. Now, the one that we need to really step up is uh, Bethany Todd. We've seen some really bright spots of her um, last year, and she is capable of being an exceptional pitcher. The thing that we need to work on is just a little bit more consistency. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, I was looking at your roster. You guys have a lot of California kids on the team. And I was wondering, what do you do to pitch? Uh, come from California to Kentucky. Uh, how does that pitch go? Well, you know, you don't tell them about this ice storm in the background here. <laughs> um, what it is, is that when we go recruiting, it's I'll go to some of the great big tournaments. And they'll, mm. there may be 1,000, 1,500 teams there. And so you just sit at the park from seven in the morning to midnight and you just watch these teams come through. Well, if you know softball at all, um, there's a lot of softball that's played in California. 
And if you think about how their population and how many um, Division One schools that there are in California, chances are most of those players are not going to be playing there. They all grow up knowing that there's a good chance that they're going to be going um, away to college. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And why not EKU? You know, this is a great place. When they get here, they love it. Yeah. Now, I don't really care where they come from. It's just that California is pretty populated and that they play a lot of softball year round. You know, I like diversity. I like um, our Kentucky players. There's a lot of really good athletes in Kentucky. Um, But then we're fighting with, uh, you know, UK and and Louisville to get those same players in Western and, you know, some of the other uh, state schools. So and and the surrounding states. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it just kind of happens that way. It's not like I necessarily go seeking them. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, there's so many of them and they have so much experience. And then EKU and Richmond, Kentucky, it has a lot to offer. Yeah, definitely. Because I, yeah, I was looking at, you know, your your history. Of course, you played best, um, but there wasn't a whole lot of tie in sort of California. And then your staff it didn't have a lot of tie out West. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So. Thank you for clearing that up. I was just curious how that how that came about. Um, you know, it's it's funny to it's funny to see that many California kids come to Kentucky. But I agree with you. I, I you know I've been covering EKU since the beginning of this uh, academic year, and uh, um, I've been so impressed with the university and how they handle their athletes. And uh, every single athlete that I've interviewed said the same thing. It's a family. Um, EKU is a family, and and they seem to the university seems to do a great job with the kids. Uh, as well. And, and we are happy to support that as well. Jane Worthington, she's the head coach of the EKU softball team. Uh, season starting up very, very soon. Uh, you guys will have uh, several uh, little uh, trips, tournament kind of things here coming up to start your season off. And uh, we're excited for once the home games start to get out and support you guys as well. So good luck moving forward. And thanks so much for taking some time with us today. I appreciate that so much. We look forward to seeing everybody there. 
Thank you again, Coach Worthington. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. We're excited about the season ahead and uh, what it holds for EKU softball. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to talk with EKU head baseball coach Chris Prothrow. And I had a really great conversation with him. But first, I wanted again to uh, let you hear a word from our sponsors. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today at 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That is 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour. And uh, we're excited now to bring you the interview with Chris Prothrow, the EKU baseball coach. You know, Major League Baseball, they're in a lockout. EKU is not. Here's the the conversation we have with Coach Prothrow. We are joined now by EKU head baseball coach, Chris Prothrow. Chris, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's perfect baseball weather out there these days, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking at a, a field that's got, you know, a half inch to an inch of snow on it right now. And we've got some guys sitting in the cages and we're still getting work in, but you know, we're not out on the field today. I promise you that. It's been, it's been a mess kind of for like the last week or so. But, you know, it really was. This is my second year here. So I, I've gotten I've gotten a taste of what January weather is like here in Richmond. And this is better than it was at this time last year. And we definitely could see kind of the light at the end of the tunnel with some weather, at least over the next 10 days. So we'll be able to get our work in. We'll be ready when opening day comes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Let's start out talking about the ASUN conference, of course, new conference this year. And, uh, you know, we've asked all the coaches and, and the other sports at the beginning of their seasons, Kind of what's it looking like for the for the new conference? Obviously, the outside expectations kind of low for you guys. Uh, I'm sure on the interior on the inside of it, it's it's a little higher than what they're what they're predicting. But uh, nonetheless, new conference. So what what challenges and what excitement comes with the with the new conference? It's a very good baseball league. I was at the University of South Alabama for about six years before I you know came up here to Richmond to be at EKU and spent a lot of time in the state of Florida and in the Southeast recruiting against a lot of the schools that are in this league currently. And so have a lot of respect for the coaches that are there, for the players that they were able to recruit, the facilities, the resources that they're provided with. Uh, We've got our hands full when it comes to baseball in the A-Sun, but I think that's a challenge that across all our athletic department, I think all of our coaches wanted that. I think our athletics director wants it, our president wants it, Dr. McFadden. Uh, that we want to see what we can do when we're matched up with some of the best, you know, mid-major or non-Power 5 programs in our region. So we're excited, but we know what we're getting into. And, and so it's a challenge. I think it's been, you've seen it across all of our sports. It's been a challenge. It's been a challenge. It's not too much. 
for any of our sports in our athletic department or any of our teams. Uh, but it's it's going to be, yeah, each weekend and week out is going to be competitive and, and we better be ready uh, and, and be, you know, up to the challenge that's coming. So I think we're all excited about it, you know, and, and can't wait to get started. These conference teams, especially, you know, there so many of them have been able to be outside working and things like that. Obviously, with the weather and, and the colder weather here in Kentucky right now, that's not been as much of an option for you guys. How much does that cause for a slow, slow start to the beginning of the season? How much does that affect the team, I guess, not being able to be outside a ton? I certainly think that if you allow it to become an issue, that it can become an issue. You know, mm. it's 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 obvious that if you had your choice, right, you'd rather be outside versus being inside. Um, but, you know, the most important part of the game of baseball is going to be the pitcher versus hitter confrontation. Um, and it happens about 200 times when you, you know, when you have it, uh, when you can compare both teams or combine both teams. Uh, we can get our work in as far as that's concerned. And we're going to continue to work on drills and, and skills and all the things that go along with that. But these guys have been playing baseball their whole lives. You know, I, to say that we can't be prepared to play at a championship level because we can't get outside 10 times before we play, I, I think that's foolish to say out loud. And I think it's you're setting yourself up. Uh, to make excuses when it doesn't go your way. So we try not to do that here. Again, would we like to be outside right now? Of course we would. Uh, whether or not we win on opening night at Mercer, in my opinion, will have no bearing, or, or, or whether we're outside today uh, will have no bearing on whether we win or lose. It, it'll be the quality of our days leading up into that, into that game, and then there will be times during that game where there's winning moments where we either get it done or we don't. And so we're looking forward to getting started with that as soon as we can. How pleased are you with the preparation so far from the players uh, getting ready to start the season? Very pleased. This group, I think we're talented. I do. It's a lot of new faces, the guys that are getting acclimated to, to me, our coaching staff, to Richmond, to EKU, and now will be acclimated to, to a very good baseball league. Uh, but I, and, and I do think they're up to the, the, the task as far as what their ability uh, you know, levels bring to, to the table. But it's a different group than I've ever really been around as far as being such a, uh, a large amount of newcomers and how quickly they have kind of uh, gels. You know, that sounds cliche, but I guess maybe for a reason. Uh, they're just in it together and they're serious about being great. And so we like our chances with this group. We do. We do. I I'm looking forward to see, you know, when, when only nine of them are playing at a time or you know, when we hit a first two or three game losing streak, which this league can put on us real quick. Um, but it, it, I've been very pleased with how they work. Our coaches have done a wonderful job, wonderful job every single day. And then our players have answered, uh, answered the call pretty much every single day. That doesn't mean they've all been great days. I, I think that, you know, part of, of having a good day sometimes is making mistakes so you can learn from it. We've had our fair share of those as well, uh, but it's been good. It really has. I, I have zero complaints with this group to this point. So I think that's about as a high praise as, as the person who's responsible for the direction of the program. Uh, I think that's about as high praise as you can give somebody to up to this point, for sure, or a team. It seems like EKU does a great job. I mean, across especially the men's sports, well, even the girls' sports too, but uh, there is a lot of turnover. There is a lot of new faces on each of the, in each of the programs, and it seems like the university has done a good job of setting up the departments to be successful with bringing in new faces each year. 
having that uh, uh, a, a good amount of turnover. I mean, you look at, you know, the basketball program, they brought in, what, four or five uh, veteran guys yeah, in the football program, brings them in with the transfer portal and things like that. And 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 your program this year has has a lot of experience that came in to your program as well. Um, what would you say to the university side of that, Matt Roan or, or anyone else in the university that kind of set you guys up to be able to bring in the experience that you guys are bringing in and uh, – and, and how that helps your program. Sure, well, it starts at the university level, Dr. McFadden, the rest of the administration, campus, the academics that are offered here, that we are able to recruit very competitively. That's number one. So that means that you're, you know, hopefully if you're doing a good job from an evaluation standpoint, all these new faces, right? They're pretty good, whether mm-hmm. they, you know, starts as being a student athlete, obviously they do what they need to do to be successful in the classroom and we wouldn't have them be with us. Um, but, you know, I, when you get to a, the talent level as well, uh, you know, we have a university that's recruitable that we can we can be competitive across the country. We can recruit we, we recruit mostly regionally because that's the nature of the animal at a mid-major level. But we are capable of recruiting nationally because we have a product to sell. And that's mm-hmm. our university. Uh, number two, we have, you know, Matt would kill me if I started talking about unlimited resources. We don't have that. And I, and I don't I don't think any of us expect that. But we have what we need to be able to provide these student athletes with a great experience, you know, whether that's the facilities, whether that's the equipment, uh, how we feed them, how we train them, the dorms that they stay in or, you know, where they live here in town, that it is it is an environment from university wide to department wide to really this area uh, that, that, you know, people can flourish here. So I think that's why you see. You know, whether there's some turnover or not, you know, compared to other schools, I, I can't speak to that. I can tell you that's the nature of college athletics right now with the transfer portal and and student athletes having more power as far as being able to have, you know, the, the, being able to make the decisions about where they want to be and, and all of that stuff, which is a positive thing. I don't know how you could say that would be a negative. So I, I think that's the nature of the mid-major. It, you kind of have them coming out, go, going in and coming out at the same time. You know, you have people that come in here and they compete and they do well and, and sometimes they want to see if the grass is greener somewhere else and, and more power to them. And, and and that train works both ways, as you've seen with some of the guys that are playing for Coach Hamilton and, and the rest of our sports. And, and it's good to have that movement, I think, to, to be able to, you know, for players or, or student athletes to, to have that say. Uh, I, I certainly think it would be disingenuous for me to say otherwise, because if there were, you know, things in place that would have prevented me from leaving South Alabama, I would not be here right now. And I wouldn't have liked that at all. So, uh, you know, like I said, that's just kind of the nature of it. But we are in a position right now as a department, I think, that that create an environment for, for, for players, for transfers, for new faces, however you say it, to have success. And, and I think we expect that across our entire department. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're... Team ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your roster, and we won't go through every player, but uh, uh, let's start talking about the offense and some of the guys that you have coming back that you expect to have maybe a bump up this year. Uh, I'm sure you expect everyone to improve, but uh, maybe some key players there that are returning for you this year 
that I know the A Sun, you know, they've pulled out a couple guys. Will King, uh, your catcher, has there a lot of high expectations on him. Uh, Kendall's another guy that's getting some some buzz too. But uh, what are your thoughts on the returning guys that you anticipate uh, giving you a, a good production on the offensive side? Yeah, we didn't have a lot of returners, and we're fortunate enough that the returners that we did have, uh, or that we do have, they they were contributors, you know, mm-hmm. and they were good players for us for the most part for an entire season my first year here. And, yeah, we do anticipate that those guys will, will have improved. Kendall is a prospect. You know, he has a chance to not only be drafted this summer, but uh, to be drafted in a position where he puts himself and his family in a pretty good financial situation, which I – we are certainly hopeful that if that's what he wants, that that's what he gets because he does things right and he works hard and, and you know, you want good things for good people and Kendall is a good person. Um, but Kendall went out and played this summer in the Appy League and he was really good. He was really good. He cut down on some strikeouts. Yeah, he was picked one of the best prospects in probably the third best college summer league uh, that was going this summer. And I think, you know, D1 Baseball, who does a wonderful job covering our sport, um, in their season preview, they picked him as the top prospect in our conference. Um, and so, so certainly, hopefully, that didn't put a lot of pressure on Kendall. But he, he puts enough pressure on himself each day just to be as good as he can each day that I don't think that any of that stuff will get in the way. Um, but that's Kendall. And, and and Will Bryan's a left-handed pitcher who was all region for us last year as our closer, had 10 saves, a 2 ERA. And he's better. You know, he worked this summer. Him, Logan Thompson, Max Williams. Santi Peralta, all of our returners were in the weight room four days a week with our strength coaches while they took summer classes, really focusing on trying to change their games, change their bodies, change the way they move, change the way they recover, change the things that they could do while they perform. And they are starting to see that. Well, they've already started to see going through the course of our fall practices. They've started to see the, the benefits or reap the benefits of that. Logan Thomason, our shortstop, was our best player this fall, and it wasn't really close. And that wasn't with a bunch of fall, you know, a bunch of fall scrimmages where, you know, he was the only good player out there, we think. You know, there was a bunch of good players, we think, moving around, talented, like we talked about earlier. And he stood out. And he's a self-made player uh, and putting him in that self in that position. He's worked really hard. And I expect him to have a great year. Uh, Will King, you know, as a freshman, I think he was 17 years old. He played just about every day, every day for us last year. Um I'm certain there's a catcher out there that we would take over Will, you know, in the world. Um, but I'd have to see him first to be able to make that decision. He's very good defensively. He plays hard. He wants to win. He's mature. He can handle things. Um, he's good. He's a good player. Um, and, and so, you go know, right there, you go, know, that's right up the middle if you wanted to. Catcher, shortstop, and Kendall could play some center field for us. And then you got a guy that's, you know, already done it at the back end as a closer at, at a very high level who's better. Um, so that's a good foundation. You know, it really is. And then you got some other guys. Max Williams had a great freshman year. You know, he kind of he started out good and hit, hit the freshman skids and then and then held his own towards the end of the season, which is, a, you know, usually a pretty good indicator that you've got a pretty good player on your hands. Again, he was in the weight room all summer, was great this fall. He's going to make an impact on our team. Santi Peralta played a lot of third base for us last year, held his own at 250 as a freshman. Uh, he's a very good defender. He's going to play some. Um, so it's, you know, we've got a lot of new faces. We do. It's a lot of them. But there are some guys back. You know, there really are that have been at Georgia Tech and played a three-game series, have, have played Louisville twice, have played Tennessee twice, have played Kentucky twice, have played Jacksonville State, have played, you know, just going down the line, Austin P. Some of these teams that are still on our schedule, Marshall, they've all been through it. So uh, we're excited about them. They know what they're getting into, which is, 
Uh, you know, our non-conference schedule is no different than our conference schedule. You, you know, you better pack a lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they know what they're getting into. They know what the expectations are, and they know what they have to do to be able to be successful. None of that guarantees you anything um, because the other teams that we play are good. They work hard at it, and they're well coached, and they have resources and facilities, and all the things that we're talking about here as well. Uh, so we've got to make sure that we maximize everything that we do. And as an individual, these guys that are back and as a team, uh, we got to just do the best we can to be ready for it because it's coming one way or another. Yeah. Um, out of the new guys that have come in and, and there's a lot of them, but uh, what is maybe one or two guys that you think are going to stand out that immediately the fan base is going to be really excited about? Whew. I, I'm going to leave guys <laughs> out. They're going to be knocking yeah. on my door tomorrow. Um <laughs> No, uh, you know, it's going to be new faces in the outfield. You know, Kendall's back. There'll be two new faces in the outfield. Um, and or I guess maybe, uh, you know, one and a half with Max running around out there some, which he will be. Um, but they'll like what they see out there, whether it's with KP Werner, Rod Chris, Matt Corlew, maybe a little bit of Ron Franklin and, and, and Khalil Bell. These guys are athletic. Uh, we feel like they can hit. Uh, we'll be much better defensively in the outfield. Coach Jones has done a wonderful job both with our hitters but especially I give them a lot of credit in just improving our overall outfield play. Um, and so you'll see some athleticism, some strength out of those guys. And you'll see a bunch of, you'll see a bunch of guys in and out more than likely because we feel good about all of those guys. Um, and then on the infield, Jalen Jones is a guy that came in with a lot of fanfare. I think he was picked as one of the top 50 transfers in the country by D one baseball.com, which is great, you know, great for him. And some scouts like them. He's going to play some, uh, if not more than that, right. Uh, he's a good player. Connor Davis does a lot of things to help you win. Um, you know, Sebastian Greco is a left-handed hitter, plays some first base and DH. He can really hit, we think. And then, you know, I forgot about a returner. I I, I got to mention Charlie Ludwig. You know, he's going to be over at first and third. He's a switch hitter. He's been through it for, you know, three full years or two and a half with COVID that, you know, nothing's really going to surprise him either. So, um, you know, it's a good mixture. But those new, you know, the newcomers, they – that they know what they're getting into because we've told them, but telling someone and seeing it for the first time are two totally different things. So, you know, we've tried to prepare them, but they'll get all they want on, you know, on opening night against Mercer because Mercer's been good, I don't know, since the Kennedy administration, I think. You know, they've been winning a bunch of games. So uh, we, we got our we got our work cut out for us on February 18th, that's for sure. The season's right around the corner. Uh, hard to believe we're already there, but excited about what's ahead. Looking forward to the season. Planning on being out out there at the ball field as much as we can and uh, support you guys. And uh, it, you know, there's a lot of new faces, but there's a lot of uh, anticipation, at least here locally, for what can be this year. So, um, congratulations on the getting through the the off season. And and here we go. We're we're off and running now. Uh, here, first game February the 18th. And uh, and just diving right in, like you said, off the off uh, the non conference schedule is not not easy. <laughs> so no, it's no, it's not, and, and and it won't be. That's by design, you know. Around people that, uh, you know, if you want to play in the postseason, and, and and we're not talking about the conference tournament, uh, right. you need to play a good non conference schedule to get into the postseason or have an opportunity to do so. And yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be tough. We got a couple of non conference weekends at home coming up. Uh, and hopefully, you know, one thing I, I wanted to jump in, I know we're probably about to wrap it up, but, you know, I wanted to say that, you know, last spring I was so pleased, uh, pleasantly surprised, I guess, would be the best way to say it, is even with, you know, we're going to play in 75% of the season with uh, restrictions on attendance due to COVID and policies along with that. Our crowds at home were fantastic. I, I think we have 
I hope what you say, you know, with the anticipation around town or around the area, I hope that's true because if it is, they'll show, you know, yeah. and it can be a really good environment at our ballpark. I know it's incumbent upon us to win some games to give people a reason to come see us play. And I, and I certainly anticipate that happen, happening. But I do want to say that, you know, we've got a group of guys that they're worth coming to see. They are. And, and we'd love to have people out here. And I, and I believe for, you see it with basketball, men's and women's basketball. You see it at football games. I, I think there is some anticipation around our entire athletic department about what the next couple of years and the next couple of years includes this year for us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but what that looks like uh, for our entire athletic department, what that looks like for our relationship, uh, you know, with the city of Richmond from Madison County, kind of the surrounding areas and whether it's up in Lexington or, you know, I know they got a school up there too that plays baseball, but whatever, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I just think there's a, there's a chance for this to be a really fun place to be around uh, as a whole, but I, I am speaking baseball specific that, yeah. You know, we should, we should be moving in the right direction. If we're not, well, I'll know the reason why. I promise you that. So uh, we're excited. I appreciate you having us on here, having me on here so I could, you know, I could talk about that. I, we want yeah. people out. We do. Um, it helps the program. It helps our players. Um, but it showcases a pretty good university and a pretty good universe and a pretty good athletic department as well. That's uh, that's only going to get better. So can't wait to get started. Definitely. Do you want to give a quick pitch about the uh, Chick-fil-A first pitch dinner? Sure, yeah. So that'll be a week from today. Starts at 6 o'clock in McBray Arena, Arena uh, Alumni Coliseum. Tom Browning, uh, the only pitcher to ever pitch a, a perfect game for the Cincinnati Reds. Had a long, I think, 12-year major league career. Obviously won a World Series with the Reds, I believe, in 1990. He'll be kind of the keynote speaker. He's going to come down and tell some stories, and I'm sure he'll sign some autographs. I talked to him about it the other day. I, I kind, of, kind of warned him that people have been hitting me up to, to hit him up for his autograph, and he said, you know, he gets always kind of assumes that's part of the gig, you know. So he's he's doing that. Uh, he's doing it of his own, like he's volunteering his time. Um, and just I'm very grateful that he's doing that to be able to get some people here. I know he'll be the draw, but while he's the draw, we get to talk about our players yeah. uh, and talk about how excited we are to see uh, them reap the, the, the fruits of their labor here coming up. So, uh, and they'll, you know, obviously it's a fundraiser. We're trying to raise some money for the, for the for the department and and for us specifically because like i said we have a good coach uh matt run takes care of us but we we gotta help you know and we know that so there's some fundraising that goes along with that too so it'll be a big night for us uh and can you know hopefully i think they said you know 100 150 people already said you know i've bought tickets or something along those lines and i, I you and i've both been in that you know that basketball arena we could fit more in there so oh, yeah we'd love that we'd love to have as many people who want to come out yeah. Awesome. Uh, head coach for EKU baseball, Chris Prothrow. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and chat. We're really looking forward to the season getting started. I'm um, planning on bringing my boys out to, uh, as many games as we can possibly get to. So Come thanks on. for joining. Come on. Yes, thank sir. you so much for having us. Uh, and yeah, look forward to seeing you at the ballpark. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the sports stove local hour. Thank you to coach AW Hamilton to Coach Worthington, to Coach Prothrow, all for coming on and taking some time to spend with us. We know they're busy. And again, we don't take it for granted. We are not associated with EKU. We support them. Uh, We cover them, all those kinds of things. They don't have to do this. They're not obligated to do this. And yet they're so kind to do so. So thank you so much to them uh, for taking the time today. Uh, Make sure you cheer them on. Make sure you you come out as, as best you can. 
and support these teams. The men's basketball team has been getting some great support from the crowd. I'm going to be honest with you, the women's basketball team has not. So let's uh, see if we can pick that up and show up for the girls' games as well. And then, of course, baseball and softball season starting up. Not here at home so much, but uh, nonetheless starting up soon. And uh, hopefully you can get out to games there. Follow us on uh, social media, at Sports Stove, Twitter and Instagram uh, is where you can find us at there. We do have a Facebook page as well. And then you can catch our other episodes. We cover EKU on our Wednesday local hour, but we cover general sports on Mondays and Fridays. You can catch all of our episodes on television. If you have a Roku, you can download the Belly Up Sports app. Uh, if not, you can, if you have an, another kind of streaming television, Apple TV or whatnot, you can download the Tiki Live app. And uh, when you get there, you can find us 7 a.m. and 2 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Of course, you can always get the podcast version, the audio version of the show anywhere you get your podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown, Colonels, we're not done yet. Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.